This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. That can be a really big part of the appeal too. Like you're you're listening to someone talk really dirty to you, or yep. you're listening to two people having sex, and like no one knows what's going on, no one knows that you're listening to. Your cheeks are maybe getting a little red. You're right. trying to hide it. Like it, it can definitely add to the excitement. What do you think separates visual porn from audio porn, aside from the obvious? One of the massive benefits is that you just get to focus on yourself or your partner. I feel like visual and written mediums take away that in the moment feeling. You know what I mean? Because you're you're focused on something else, you're focused on words or visuals. And with this, you put on the headphones and your hands are free to explore your own body, to explore your partner's body. People are actually really surprised when I tell them that it's simulated sex acts and that, you know, our actors are actually not performing these acts on each other. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. It is another fun Saturday and I'm so excited for today's guest, guys. Today we are diving into a super fun subject. We're diving into audio porn and I have Jamie who is a production manager at Bloom, an intimate audio platform dedicated to helping people nourish their desires. Jamie, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so thrilled to be on the podcast. I am so excited to have you. This is a really fun subject. I can't wait to dive in. But first, just give my audience a briefing on what Bloom Stories is and how did the company originate? Oh, yeah, I'd love to dive into that. It's always such a fascinating story when people ask me what I do for a living and I I kind of like share how I got into this and how Bloom started and everything. So yeah, I am the production manager, one of uh, three production managers at Bloom. And as you said, we're an audio porn company. We create intimate audio stories is what we say. Yeah, uh, Bloom originally started as a brand called Audio Desires in 2020. And we were actually founded by a couple who were just really interested in, you know, trying to find an erotic medium that they could enjoy while still focusing on each other. You know, that was the main goal. And visual porn was a little bit too distracting. And you never really know what you're going to find when you dive into a visual porn website or video. And then, you know, obviously reading from a book or a website 
takes a lot of your focus. So, and they're both huge podcast addicts. So the idea of audio porn kind of came to them and, and they were playing around with that idea and they started this company together and we've grown so much since then. That was in 2020, they started with four employees and, you know, I think they launched with 10 or 12 episodes in total. And yeah, in 2022, we had over 3.4 million users uh, wow. listening to our stories. So it really just kind of shot up and people love it. So yeah, I'm, I'm really thrilled to be part of it. I have been working here for just just under two and a half years now. So, Well, I'm so excited. Okay, now let's get into just, this is sort of a basic question, but I thought I'd throw it out there anyway. Will you define for us what exactly, you know, audio porn is. You know, I know that sounds elemental, but yeah, I just want to make sure we're all clear. Anytime you hear the word porn, you know, you might go off on some some way that it isn't. Yeah. So, yeah. Of course. And like, that's, that's such a, I love how you phrase that because it, it's such a misconception around porn. You know what I mean? Like, I think that people hear porn and they think of something really specific and, and usually that has kind of negative connotations to it. So audio porn is, you know, porn that you listen to instead of watch. And in our case at Bloom, we create audio stories that are narrated and acted simultaneously. So a voice actor will narrate the story and then it's kind of like breaking the fourth wall a little bit. They'll narrate the story and then they'll be in the story as well with another character. And then, you know, once once the voice actors have recorded their bit, we add in some spicy sound effects to make everything sound real. And yeah, it it's a really uh, great option for people who haven't had the best luck with other erotic mediums and are interested in, in exploring things because I think it's such a great way to explore something risk-free. You know, you you pop on some headphones and you listen. You can listen in your bedroom. You can listen on the bus. It's the platform is very discreet. It's not like, you know, porn images on your, on your phone. It's just, it's, it's really an easy way to kind of, oh, you know, I've heard about pegging, but I've, you know, I've never tried it. Like, I'm going to listen to this story and, and see what it's about. So, yeah. Yeah. I have checked out your website and it is very PC, I would say, you know, there's not like nothing you have to be afraid of. And I mean, certainly I can say that there's, there's worse stuff popping up on my messages, on my text messages. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, like, oh, (laughs) open that. Who saw that? It's very public friendly. You'll be, you'll be okay listening to it. And that's part of the fun thing too. Sometimes, you know, if you're on your way to work or you're in the subway, I, I love to listen to things, spicy things, you know, when I'm working out oh, yeah. or, or just, you know, doing my everyday regular things. And it's very cool. Like nobody knows, you know, what's going on. And, and what sometimes to. that can be a really big part of the appeal too. Like you're, you're listening to someone talk really dirty to you or yeah. you're listening to two people having sex and like, no one knows what's going on. No one knows that you're listening to your cheeks are maybe getting a little red. You're right. trying to hide it. Like yeah. it, it can definitely add to the excitement of it for sure. Oh. Yes, absolutely. And give me some of the things that I know this, again, this might be an elemental question, but I know I want to go a little bit deeper on this. What do you think separates visual porn from audio porn aside from the obvious? I mean, what are the benefits that you guys know of that come from audio porn? Yeah, I love that question. I get asked that question a lot, actually. And my simplest answer is one of the massive benefits is 
that you just get to focus on yourself or your partner. I feel like visual and written mediums take away that in the moment feeling, you know what I mean? Because you're, you're focused on something else. You're focused on words or visuals. And with this, you put on the headphones and your hands are free to explore your own body, to explore your partner's body. You can listen out loud during a date night, you know, some foreplay, some candles, that kind of thing. Honestly, I think like one of the biggest benefits that I've seen is the ability to explore without being distracted because i think that i think that so much of you know technology is distracting and life is distracting you know a lot of people don't focus on their pleasure and they're not very in tune with their bodies when it comes to you know arousal and desire and i think that it kind of allows you to take that back you know what i mean it allows you to really focus on yourself or your partner so that would be the main benefit i would say yeah. No, I sort of liken it to being blindfolded during yes. sex. You know, when you lose one of your senses, the other ones get heightened. Definitely. And, yes. And so this this is to me kind of what audio porn is about. And I know just personally, having been blindfolded, you know, that that, <laughs> that experience with someone is totally different. It and is. It's just, you know, it adds to the excitement and the energy of what's going on and other things get more sensitive. It's, it's crazy how that happens. If, you know, if nobody's ever just tried to consume your sexual content or erotic content auditorily, you're going to find yeah. it's really a whole nother sensory world, you know, and just have yeah. that experience and you'll be, <laughs> you're going to be so turned on too. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I know. I think people are actually genuinely shocked at how arousing audio can be. I remember, um, so on Bloom, we collect feedback from our users. It's all anonymous. Um, on the website, you can rate and submit feedback on every story or just in general, you can send us some information and it's totally anonymous. So I have no idea who this person is, but I am so happy for them because uh, one of my favorite comments in the you know two plus years that I've been doing this is the comment was something along the lines of, oh my God, I had no idea audio could make me flood my bed. Yeah. And like people are really surprised by how, how much the stories arouse them. And, you know, I think that it all boils down to like our voice actors are incredible. They're extremely talented. And then our sound designers are so great at making, you know, things just sound just right, you know, just believable, but not overpowering. People are actually really surprised when I tell them that it's simulated sex acts and that, you know, our actors are actually not performing these acts on each other. They're not even in the same room. And that's very surprising as well. Yes. Okay. Well, you, you have hit the perfect spot here because my next <laughs> question is, you know, how are these stories made? I want to know, I want to know everything. I want to know how you guys come up with the stories, find these voice actors, you know, and then also just kind of behind the scenes, what do you think people would be surprised to know about how this is all, how it all comes together? <laughs> Uh, this is one of my favorite parts to talk about because that is actually the main focus of my job. I oversee the production of the English episodes. We actually create uh, stories in three different languages. So I oversee the English production from the beginning to the end. So we, we start with a core can fantasy. Clarify, can I clarify that real fast? So I, yeah. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I saw on your website, it's English, Spanish, and Dutch. English, Spanish, and German. Yeah. German, okay. 
sorry. Yeah, and we may be adding a fourth language at some point soon. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> oh, la, la. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the, the start of the whole process, you know, you start with an idea like everything else. And our premium users on Bloom can actually submit their fantasies to our writing team. Uh, for a chance to, you know, have their idea become a story, which is really cool. So we have this whole document full of all of the ideas we've been submitted. And we we take from that, we take from, you know, what's popular on, you know, erotic Amazon bestsellers, what's popular around the web, stuff like that. Right now, we're doing these tropes of like, really hot guy jobs. So we've got like an architect, we've got like, oh, we've got a soccer player, we've got a lumberjack, like we're, we're kind of focusing on that right now. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. I think I told you I had a blog when I first started this years yeah. ago. And so I would write about my sexual encounters and I would write them out. And then what I realized is I just, it was so painful for me to write. Like I just, I'm like, I just want to talk about it. I'm not, yes. I don't have I have the gift of gab, but but one of my I give every guy a nickname. One of the guys is Cowboy N. You got to have some Cowboy N in there. Let me. Oh just yeah, we have Rob the Ranch Hand. Oh, it's quite similar, and he is. Oh, he is really already, something else. <laughs> <laughs> that already just right there, Rob the Ranch Hand. I can. I'm like I know what he is all about. Yes. Yeah. Let me fan and, myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one of I'm getting derailed here, but one of those episodes, the Rob the Ranchan episodes, is making love during a rainstorm. And like, oh, so romantic, so oh, passionate. Like it's yeah. incredible. <laughs> yes. But also what I noticed too was that your episodes aren't just it's not like a Harlequin novel. Like I no. I, I want the guys to know from my perspective, because they know I'm pretty spicy and I like my language and I like my sexy language and yeah. to be very direct about what's going on. You guys aren't holding back on the visualizations, on oh, yeah. the context. I mean, it's it's just oh, yeah. like a porn going on, but it's it all- really is. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's honestly, you know, getting back to the kind of process of things, I think that the, you know, the beginning of the magic happens with the script writing. I think that our writing team is just incredible at like creating this visual picture in audio form you know like you can yes. really picture it in your mind as you're listening to it so yeah as, as soon as the script is written I step in and I will send it to a voice actor and we have a whole roster of really talented voice actors and, you know, the process for choosing who gets what part is really fun. You kind of get to know these people's personalities and what they're good at acting and, and their strengths and stuff. And the pairings that you get to put together, you know, is so we, we have stories that have one voice actor and those are more like dirty talk, a narrator talking directly to the listener. So you uh -huh. are the main focus of that. And yeah. then we have plot-based episodes, which are two or more voice actors together. So one of my favorite parts of the job is, you know, finding these pairings that just work like magic, you know, these actors who are maybe hundreds of miles apart in their own home studios, but somehow they just 
when they're together, it just clicks and it's really like a, like a real couple is, is really going through these things. So yeah, after um, the voice actors do their bit, it gets pushed over to our sound design team. And that's where, you know, we add things, we add all kinds of sound effects, you know, in the beginning, it could be, you know, a woman walking across a hotel lobby. You hear right. her high heel shoes on the floor. You hear people in the background talking. You know, you she goes up to the bar and maybe you hear a bartender mixing a drink. Like it's it's very immersive. Yeah. Um, and then you know, once they have introduced each other and and things heat up a little bit, uh, you get into the other sound effects like a zipper being undone or clothes hitting the floor or what it sounds like when someone moans right next to your ear. We have all kinds of really neat sound effects that can kind of simulate all of these things. So that that's the process of making an episode, you know, from script writing to the final product, which sounds like two people really having the night of their lives. It really does. No, I mean, I've listened <laughs> to it and it's just, it's fun. It's almost like, you know, you get, again, you, it's almost like this voyeuristic um, yeah. feel, but also, you know, it's so real that you're kind of there, you know, too. And that's why yeah. I think that woman's like, you know, I never knew I could flood the bed listening to audio porn is because it's just so immersive and it is it, you know you really do I've lit I have listened to it you really <laughs> there. and it's there's something hot about that like you know I like to even imagine like I'm just you know when you hear people randomly having sex it turns yes, on it and really this, does this is just like that it's it's really cool so you sent me a little sample here I want to play yeah. I want to tease my audience a little bit with it I want to play a sample of just a sound effect and they can listen to that plainly and then we'll play it in how you guys apply it in an yeah. actual episode and then I'm going to show you haven't told me what makes that noise no I, I'm really curious what you're gonna what you think that it is I know I'm so I'm so curious to find out the answer okay so let me bring that up let me play here's the sound effect that i'm trying to figure out what it is okay here it goes okay and then here's how that is applied in an actual episode i grab onto your left hip with one hand and guide the tip of my cock to your entrance with the other I can't get myself inside you fast enough. I know it's you who's supposed to be desperate. I'm fine, but I'm dying. I need you so badly. Jamie, I am blushing. I know, me too. I'm over here like fanning myself. I know. I'm like, God, is it like, am I happy? Am I hot flashing? What is going on? Somebody turn off the air conditioner. That's really amazing voice acting. That's a yeah. great and, and a really good example of the quality of yeah. the product that you guys have. Now that sound. Okay. I have two. Can I guess two things? Yes. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. My first guess is Rice Krispie Treats. <gasps> That's a great guess, actually. Like oh, milk, you know, milk poured on it. You know how they snack. That's, yeah, that's not what it is, but that's a great guess. Okay, so then my, I don't know why the other the second guess I have is it sounded like water being poured from a tea kettle over something. Oh, that's a good guess too. That's not what it is either. 
started. Okay, what is it? Tell me. Okay. All right. So the sound that you hear that kind of simulates the wet noises of, you know, intercourse and, and foreplay, that was actually uh, one of those bottles of slime. You know how the kids these days are playing with yes. this? Yeah, that's yeah. that's what it is. It's some. It's one of our sound designers sticking his fingers inside a slime bottle. Um, oh, my God. That's how we got that. Okay, well, I would I would have never guessed that in a million years. I no. know. Our, they're such, they always find these like new innovative ways of like creating these sound effects. And then when we get to hear it in the review process, I'm like, oh my gosh, how did you guys do that? Because, you know, when it's implemented, it, you know, the sound on its own just sounds wet and, you know, but yeah. when it's, when it's dialed down a little and added in between some moans and, you know, the description, like it sounds so real. Yeah. It, it takes on the, it really does take on the effect that you're trying to convey. I mean, yeah. slime. Oh my God. I'm never yeah. going to look at the same again. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So what, just give us maybe two or three other, you know, surprising sound effects, like that things that you use that we wouldn't suspect that make, you know, really sexy noises. Yeah, of course. So obviously there's like the most obvious one, lube, you know, yeah. like lube on a cucumber or lube on just in your hands that can make some really great wet noises. Our sound designer actually has a whole bunch of different kinds of shoes and then a piece of wood that yeah. he makes shoe sound effects on. Those are like some of the more obvious ones. A lot of the ambience noises. Um, so we're entirely remote with this company. We're all freelancers. We don't have an office building. We don't all work in the same building. And a lot of our freelancers are uh, nomads, including a few of our sound technicians. And so if you listen to an episode where there's a beach or a busy city street or, you know, like in Rob the Ranch Hand where there's a thunderstorm, a lot of those are actually recorded in different locations. Like, you know, a rainstorm in Thailand or, you know, the busy streets of Australia. You know what I mean? Like there's we, we have all these different ways of kind of capturing these sounds and then incorporating them into into these episodes. So it's it's really neat. That is so cool. I, I'm just, see, I'm like, I'm falling in love with this company even more now. Like everybody's, everybody works remotely. You guys aren't brick and mortar and you all come together and actually make and produce these wonderful stories. Yeah. And I love the nomadic part too. I'm like, I've always wanted to be a, like, a, you know, just travel the world and work from wherever I'm at. Like that is oh, so definitely. Cool. And then collecting those sounds. Can I have that job? <laughs> I know. It's so great. And I think that that's like a running gag in this company right now is that like, a lot of us, we have a really great company culture as well, where we're all super friendly. We're all really dedicated. We work really hard. We push ourselves, but we also joke around a lot. We yeah. we have a lot of fun together. And um, it's kind of this running gag where because we're all traveling, because we're all remote, and because we all love what we do so much, you're going to get emails on the weekend. You're going to get you know, messages at 9 p.m. at night. And it's like, you know, don't ever feel the need to respond to this right away. I'm just at my desk working. I thought this was really cool. Just wanted to yeah. make my comment on it. So yeah, I I feel like we have such a great team from the writers, the voice actors, the sound designers, and then all the internal people that make it work. It's just it's just a really incredible company. And I feel really excited that we're really 
helping people get in touch with their, their sexy selves, you know? Yes. Yes. I know. That's one of the things I, why I've stuck around, you know, I'm in year seven now is because to me, this, this really is important. I mean, you know, you can look at it and say, oh, it's just a podcast or, oh, it's just, it's just audio porn, but you know, it's about something bigger. It's about prioritizing and kind of standing up for ourselves as sexual beings and saying, Hey, you know, this stuff matters. It's important. And we're not going to be kind of pushed around by mainstream media or, you know, or anybody really, we're going to get it done and put it out there because people need this and they want this. Yeah, I I feel the exact same way. And I think that it's so empowering to be in this field as well. I feel like, like I said before, we, we get some anonymous feedback and some of them have been so incredibly sweet, you know, like someone realizing that they might be bisexual you know, through our content or, you know, someone saying like, oh, I haven't, I haven't come out as a lesbian to my family and friends, but like, this feels like a place where I can really embrace that part of myself. Yeah. Um, I read this comment once about this woman who, so I think this may surprise people is the, uh, you know, our target audience is kind of between 25 to 35, 40, but then we have quite a few older older listeners as well. And I remember this one comment of this woman saying, you know, her husband had actually passed away a few years ago and she, she kind of lost touch with the feminine, you know, sexy side of herself. And to read this comment of her, you know, saying that this is her way of kind of, you know, telling herself that it's okay to be aroused again and it's okay to explore things again. And it was just like, yeah, people say that it's just audio porn and it's just sex, but those things can be so important to people. And it feels really great to be on this side of history that is like sexual liberation, freedom, like pleasure is important. It is important. I think that like, especially when you're, I mean, I think that we've talked about this in a previous call, you know, it's, it's really hard these days with social media guidelines and, you know, all of the suppression that people feel, not just women, I mean, it, women seem to be a little bit more suppressed, but, you know, the kind of misconception and stigma and judgment that comes from being sexually liberated, and it can be really hard to push against that, especially in different parts of the world. Right. Um, so I, I feel really, really pleased to be, you know, on this side of the table where it's like, you know, those things are okay. And not only are they okay, but they can actually be a really important part of living, you know, a good lifestyle. Yeah. And you're, you know, you guys are, you're standing up for the change, you know, yeah. I, I hope that, you know, my hope for this podcast and why I've done it is that it, you know, somewhere it plays a small role in opening up the conversation, expanding the dialogue around sex and sexuality and that we can normalize it. And that, you know, it's like, I always say like, you know, you can sit there at your family dinners and, hey, what'd you do today, Bob? You know, oh, I gave a great <laughs> mean blowjob this morning. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's like, it's it's just normal. And I was like, oh, that's great. Good for you. You know, yeah. nobody gets bent out of shape. It's such a normal function for us as human yeah, beings. It is. And, and, you know, and so, and I just, I cannot stand by, you know, and, and yeah. for the fact that it's, it's, there's all this suppression. And so I'm just really enjoying the audio stories I think is fantastic. How do you find these voice actors? I mean, this sounds like such a fun <laughs> job. I just want to know, like, where do you find these people? 
Yeah, so uh, that's also part of my job is tracking down people who want to create these sexy stories with us. And I find a lot of them on different voice actor registries. A lot of them are signed up for these registries to narrate audiobooks or become podcast hosts and things like that. And I, I just kind of, you know, if they have their email listed, I send them a friendly little email being like, hey, like, this is what we do. We totally understand that not safe for work voice acting is not for everyone. Like, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. I just, I thought I'd reach out. You have a great voice. I think that you would do really well on the platform. We try to get a lot of diversity and range in our voice actors. We're currently trying to focus on finding people of color, finding trans and non-binary and finding representation that is authentic so that we can yeah. create stories that are, are authentic for everyone. So that's, that's kind of the focus right now. And the voice acting roster that we have is just full of incredible people who are very similar in their mindsets of what we just talked about, you know, like they, they want to bring pleasure out of the closet, they want to normalize it, they want to say, yeah, like I, I narrate porn sometimes, like, that's yeah. not, that's not a weird thing, like, it's, right. it's totally fine. And yeah, I, I think that it's, it's just so, it's so interesting to have these voice actors really put themselves into the stories and, yeah, give us a final narration that is really passionate. <laughs> yeah, de well, it definitely comes through. What kind of people are listening to audio porn? What you know? What's your demographic like? And what's your target audience? And yeah, how is this, so how is this I, out there in the world? <laughs> it's actually like it's quite interesting. Actually, I think that the misconception of audio porn is that it's tame. It's vanilla. I think yeah. that a lot, a lot of people think that. It's not. It doesn't have to yeah. be. We have tons of beginner content that is, you know, if, if you're a person who is, regardless of age, if you're, if you're new to kink or sex or if you're trying new things, we have tons of beginner guides like Beginner's Guide to BDSM. Edging for Beginners is one of our biggest guided masturbation episodes because, you know, a lot of people don't know exactly how to control their orgasms and, right. and you know harness that into yeah. something that will be a big explosion at the end so yeah we we have content that serves a lot of different people but i would say our main demographic is probably um people between the ages of 25 to 35 and we have quite a few married women as users um, yeah we actually have quite a few men as well and we have we're growing a significant non-binary user base as well with, you know, like I said before, the more voice actors that we're able to bring on to the project, the more authentic stories we're able to create for people who kind of fall outside the binary or are looking for representation in that way, because that authenticity is really important to us. And so, you know, kind of the more voice actors we're able to bring on, the more content we can build for everyone. So yeah, I would say our, our core audience right now is between 25 and 30. But I was like, I think you'd be surprised at how many people really love audio porn. <laughs> Oh, I know. I don't, I don't really think it's something that is age defined, but I think no. you know, I get why, I get why that specific demographic is interested in it. You know, where I, you know, where I think this would just be so valuable is I get so many emails and voicemails from my listeners always asking me about how to explore something or how to, you know, explore it with their partner or introduce oh, yeah. it to their partner or get their partner interested. And 
this is a really nice way, non-threatening way, yeah. I would say, to do it, to also like, hey, do you want your partner to, you know, maybe be giving you more blowjobs? You know, maybe yeah. you watch, instead of like trying to get him to watch porn, that might be a big jump. But sitting down and listening to some audio porn and both getting turned on and juiced yeah. up, and listening to what's going on and kind of like recreating that or playing along with it as it's playing, I think would be really hot. And I think it's a great way to sort of, you know, soft step your partner into just certain things that, you know, you guys can explore together without it feeling too, you know, threatening. I mean, I think for yeah. a lot of people, porn is just, it's just, I mean, I like it, but for some people, it's just a little too much, you know. Yeah, it can, it can be kind of intimidating, especially if you're you. if you're so if you're trying yeah. to explore new things, especially as a couple. It's really funny that you mentioned that because you know, I I said that we have a lot of guided content. You know, we have we have different guided masturbation episodes for single people. We have guided sex episodes for couples. But one of our biggest, um, so at Bloom, we do one-off stories, but we also create series. So oh. we have, we have like a hot for teacher series that includes uh -huh. like a professor and his TA. And it's uh -huh. like, it's like, you know, five episodes of them hooking up in various locations at the university. And so we have some fun content like that. But one of our biggest series right now is actually uh, called Anything Goes. And it's about this couple who have been married for a while and they decide to try their local swinging community. They decide that they, they kind of want to dive into the scene a little bit. They want to see, you know, is this for us? Like, yeah. what does it feel like? And so, you know, the first episode is them going to this club for the first time together. And they're both like, Oh my God, like, this is so exciting. This is so new. And, and they end up having sex in front of somebody and it's super exciting. And, and, you know, they end up trying like, they only have sex with each other in the first episode, but it's that voyeuristic exhibitionist, like people are watching us and I it gets lived, them. I have lived yeah. that episode. I have oh, lived that episode. I love really? that for you. Oh my God. I have lived that episode. That was Cowboy Ann and I, we went to a sex club and, you know, that for you. And it was the, you know, it was the excitement of people watching us. Yes. I didn't, I never knew how exciting that would be. And it's and very surprising because a lot of people would think that you would be like insecure or like, but you're not like, you're yeah. so in the moment and focused on how exciting it is yes. that just all your inhibitions are gone. You're in yes. the moment, you're present, you're having a good time. So and you're flooded, yeah, flooded with pleasure, but this, yeah. would, this would be such a fun way for people to like experience it. You know, like I say, just kind of baby step it. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think we have a we have a ton of episodes as well that are like you know a couple having a threesome for the first time and uh, what i really like about bloom stories is that the beginning part of every episode is there's there's some inner monologue that happens you know so not only are the characters interacting with each other but you get to hear kind of what's going through the main narrator's head yeah. so in one of these episodes this it's called date night. And uh, this couple, again, decides to uh, spice up their life by having a date night every week. But every week, one of the people in the couple gets to decide what they do. So every week, they want to try something new. Um, so one of their things is that, you know, they're going to invite their neighbor over for a threesome. 
Um, yeah. So they invite the neighbor over and, and the inner monologue that you hear from the main narrator, who is a woman, you know, she says like, I've never looked at a woman like this before. And like, it's really arousing and like, could I be bisexual? Like, this is so exciting to like, figure this out with my partner. And I feel like it's just such a, it's such a cool look inside someone's mind and it's so relatable you know like it's these feel like real couples you see yourself in these characters all the time because you're like yeah like I I want to try a threesome but I'm also pretty nervous about it and like you know maybe I can just listen to this story and see if it brings up any feelings for me or see you know how I feel about the fantasy after so it's it's just such a cool way to explore I think Yes, definitely. Now, why do you why do you think it's more women than men that listen to audio porn? That's a good question. I'm just wondering. I mean, I, I just kind of curious about that. Like, why? Because men are so easy. You know, like the, the wind will blow, and they're like, "Ding!" So, oh yeah. Well, I wonder I why they shy away from the. Uh, you know, not shy away from it, but I'm just. I wonder why they're not more heavily into it because it just seems like. I was actually talking to someone about this a while ago. I think that one of the the main things is that uh, women more often than not will search for, you know, what they're in the mood for a little longer than men will, you know, <laughs> I think yeah. um, you go to certain tube sites and you, you see a flashy thumbnail and you click it and then you're right. on your way. I think that's kind of, you know, the male version of, you know, watching porn. And for women, I think it's so much about the imagination. It's about a specific fantasy and, you know, a specific thing. And so I think that women are maybe just searching for it more. I think that, and Pornhub historically has been, you know, overrun by men. I think that their numbers for women are slowly going up, but I think predominantly those kinds of websites have been visited most often by men. And then, you know, text-based websites or um, Danielle Seal novels or Fifty Shades of Grey, like those things have been yeah. more, more marketed towards women, I think, because it takes a little bit more than just a catchy thumbnail. I think that might be something. We're a little more complicated. <laughs> I think that might be something, yeah. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah. No, I was just curious about that because, I mean, honestly, you know, I, I obviously I have a you know, a fair amount of men that listen to this and the stuff that you, the content that you guys are putting out is super spicy. So there's oh, no, yeah. there's nothing watered down about it. This isn't like no. you know, your, your grandma's Harlequin, you know, romance <laughs> novel. Like, you know, I mean, you guys, there's, it's just, it would be the same as really, from my point of view, pulling the audio from an actual porn video, oh, yeah. just playing that is oh, yeah. no difference. And, and it's just, it's just yeah. as erotic and, you know, and titillating and, yeah. and, you know, all that good stuff. So something that surprises a lot of the guys in my life, you know, when this topic comes up and I'm like, yeah, I produce audio porn. And they're like, tell me more about that. Like, what does right. that entail? Um, is, what a fun topic. It's, it's a conversation starter oh, for sure. No one's going to turn away from that one. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of our original stories are geared towards couples they have a heavy focus on authentic female pleasure. They can be enjoyed by men. I very much believe that. But we also have content that is geared for men as well. So we have a community creator program where we find um, erotic audio artists 
from all over the world. Most of them are uploading sites like Reddit, what have you, and or YouTube even. And, you know, a lot of these people have content that is for both men and women. And so we we also feature on the platform some amateur audio porn artists who, you know, there's like dirty talk JOI for men, this really sexy woman whispering into a microphone about how she wants you to play with yourself. So there's there's lots of different options on the website. I think that surprises a lot of people. That sounds fun. I want to do that. It, <laughs> it does sound fun, right? Yeah. I would love I'd love to be the voice on the end of someone's headphones telling them how to I get off. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna hang on there. Like, Is um, that Layla? Right on the bottom, there's like a little people icon that says community, and you'll find you'll find lots of interesting stuff there. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love that. Now, I know. I think we kind of touched on this a little bit, but I want to just go. I want to go back over it again because I don't think we hit on all of them. But what are? Give us just kind of all of the sexual categories that are represented on Bloom. Whew, could be here for a long time. Yeah, or just, um, yeah. we're the most popular. Oh, uh, yeah, most- yeah. The most popular, I think, uh, right now, there's a lot of threesomes. There's a ton of swinging, like I mentioned. There's quite a bit of focus right now on these, like, solo dirty talk role plays where, like I mentioned, we're kind of focusing on you know, the hot guy trope. So we have, you know, a night with the architect and it's yeah. it's an entire audio of, you know, your supposed boyfriend comes home from a long day of designing a new building in downtown Manhattan and he's frustrated and he wants to take out his, you know, like he, he wants to, he wants to please you. And, and yeah. we have, you know, a night with the doctor where there's some doctor patient role play in there. Yeah, um, yeah. So these, these kinds of dominant boyfriend fantasy dirty talk episodes are really popular right now. Some of the other really surprising things that are popular are like femdom, male submission, pegging. That doesn't surprise me. No, I know. I knew it wouldn't surprise you, but it does surprise some people. It surprises some people that those topics are really popular. We even have some more, I mean, I don't really think that anything in particular is niche because I think that fantasies and sexuality is such a broad spectrum that I think there's not really any niche thing, but we have some episodes that go into foot fetishes. We have some episodes that go into sploshing, you know, food play. Um, We have some little riskier episodes, kind of like coworkers hooking up or I hooked up with my ex-boyfriend's best friend or right. you know those those kinds of tropes that you yeah, see forbidden yeah, yeah the forbidden love is is a real hot desire so those are kind of some of the main the main popular ones right now yeah now so why do you think audio porn is is so appealing because it seems like it gets overlooked you know or or maybe our auditory senses how how exciting those are sort of get get overlooked. But if you've like been blindfolded during sex, I mean, you completely know what a different experience Mm. that is. And I'm just kind of wondering why, you know, why more people aren't sort of queuing into it. It seems like this, uh, like not, not unknown secret, but that they just, you know, have gone straight for the visual and they're overlooking just how, what a turn on, how they can be turned on auditorily. Yeah. To be completely honest, I think that a lot of it has to do with habits. I think that visual porn has just been around for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Before 
the tube sites, there was, you know, Playboy magazines and you know what I mean? Like, I think that we're just so used to consuming and like the supply and demand of streaming content, even, you know, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney, like all of these things. I think we're just so used to turning on our laptops, clicking stuff, watching stuff, kind of, you know, zoning out a little bit and going going through it. Yeah. And I think with audio porn, it it gets overlooked, you know, how much it has to offer because it's just something a little bit different. It's something a little bit new. And audio porn has been around for ages. I mean, there were phone sex operators in the 90s. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, this is not a new concept. (laughs) I have a, can I tell you a quick funny story about, about this? Okay. So yes, there were phone sex operators in the 90s and you would call like a 900 number. And when I was in junior high school, some friends came over and somebody found out about this. And I being the dummy, I'm like, let's call it. So we (laughs) sat there and we're like, oh my God, we're listening. We're all listening to this and just like, you know, snickering and all this stuff. Well, then we started like, then we would, then we're like, well, let's listen to this one. Let's listen to that one. So I mean, and they charge you by the, yes, they were charged they by the minute. <laughs> My parents get this bill. Oh, no. And they're like, why is there like a $200 phone bill? You know, oh, and, and, no. and these 900 numbers. So that was, uh, I had to definitely, you know, fess up to that one. I couldn't really point the finger at anybody else, That's but so funny. I got, I got so busted and, you know, and then everyone wanted to come over to my house after <laughs> school to listen to audio porn. I love it. I love it. Yep. Yeah, but we, uh, I, we, ha- I got that got nixed. I got oh, grounded. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know it was quite embarrassing, but <laughs> definitely. So, what are you guys at Bloom Stories? Just why are you so passionate about audio porn? Um, I mean, it's, yeah, obviously, yeah. it's like it's your thing, right? So it is my thing. It's yeah. it is what people know about me. I mean, everyone in my life, everyone I meet online. You know, it's it's on my freaking Tinder profile. People are very fascinated by that. Oh, I bet. <laughs> no. um, I just, like I said before, a really big part of it is sexual liberation. And especially, you know, being a 30-something woman who discovered things about her sexuality a little bit later, I think it feels very personal to me to help people figure these things out. 10 years ago, I had no idea I was bisexual. I had no idea I was polyamorous. I had no idea that I wanted to be involved in the kink community. I just, I didn't know these things about myself because I was so, I think we talked about this before. Like I, porn was intimidating to me. It made me feel shameful. It made me feel insecure. And I just never, I stayed away from it because of those things and love or hate your relationship with porn. It, is a way to get to know yourself better. (laughs) And I feel like I kind of missed out on a lot of that in my 20s. I wish that I had something like this back then that made me feel safe, that made me feel like not something. One of the things that I love about our talented illustrating team is that they, our cover arts depict all kinds of bodies. They depict all kinds of people. I think we have a lot of episodes that, you know, our episodes don't talk about your small breasts or, you know, we, we try to leave things as open as possible, you know, instead of describing, you know, how big something is or how small something is, we, we go with things like your gorgeous tits or, you know, yeah. your, your perfect ass. And, and we leave that up to the, the listener to kind of fill in because I 
I think that so much of the media these days just makes you feel bad. <laughs> and oh. I think that like, it's just, for me, it feels really good to be on the other side of that, where like, we make a product that makes people feel good. Yes. Yeah, that, um, that's important to me. Yes, I love that so much. You know, it's interesting that you, you've just said all that, because one of the reasons I decided in the very beginning to stay anonymous and not, you know, like every once in a while, you know, I'll post a picture of myself, but you don't see my face or yeah. something like that. And I've just refrained from you know, oversaturating, you know, over putting myself out there, like yeah. my physical image, because that's not what I want people to focus on. No. I want, it's about the content and the substance in there and the message and what you can get from it. And when you are listening to me and I'm telling a story about what happened to me sexually, I just want it to be inspiring. And yeah. so, and meet you at the level that you're at for what turns you on. Just Definitely. like you said, I don't need to say your size two body or your, yeah. you know, what, whatever. It, I just want it to be left up to the listener yeah. what turns them on. And I want to be able to get in there, you know, and, and, and appeal to them at that point. And so, and it's been interesting because it's, I find it's effective. It you know, really you, is. It, you don't have to be putting out an image that, you know, is just one thing because I, it's so, it's limiting. Either people yeah. are like it or not, you know, exactly. right. And so why not just give people the freedom to hear the message mm -hmm. and interpret it and take it in the way that it's sexiest to them and the way exactly. that, that, you know, appeal to their proclivities specifically, not just what the world says is this is beautiful. That's yeah. not, you know, cause I can't stand all that crap. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And let's see, there was, Oh, I wanted to ask you. So are there any myths that you want to dispel about audio porn? I love that question. That's a great one. I think I mentioned this before. One of the biggest myths that I hear all the time, I think that a lot of people think that it's tame. I think that a lot of people think it's vanilla. I think a lot of people think it's lame. I think a lot of people think that, you know, it's not as spicy or in-depth or passionate or real as visual porn. And I don't know about you, but dirty talk is definitely, it really amps things up. You know, yeah. if, if you're, if you're with a partner and they say the right thing at the right time, it can really, can really make or break the scenario. Absolutely. I think for a lot of people. And yeah. I think that um, if you're right on the edge of, an orgasm and someone says like you look so hot when you do that and like in the right in the right tone of voice you know it just uh, it can really just like give uh, you give you the good kind of goosebumps it can send you over the edge yes. um one of the other misconceptions i think um kind of outing myself a little bit here i think that a lot of people like myself have voice kinks that they don't know about i think that we yeah. because we spend so much of our lives communicating with people and talking with people talking on the phone having work meetings all of these different things i think you forget you know how intimate a voice can be i think oh, you yeah. i think you forget you know how you don't have to touch someone to arouse them you don't. You can feel that. You can feel yeah. that connection. Just exactly. Yeah. And I think that that is one of the main reasons that audio porn is on the rise the way that it is, is because people really feel these connections with these voices. They really feel like that person is talking directly to them and they, they love it. 
we have tons of thirsty comments in our feedback sections about, you know, oh, I love the way you say fuck, or I love, I love when you whisper, it feels like you're talking directly to me. And sometimes I send them to the voice actors, because I feel like that's extremely complimentary. And they're always super flattered. They're always really happy to get that feedback. So yeah, I think that would be the second misconception that I dispel is just like, people just underestimate the power of a voice. They really do. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I get I get some of my listeners saying that they they'll say the same thing. Oh, we love your voice and we'll, yeah. we'll we'll play your episodes with with my partner and have sex while we're listening yeah, to Yeah, exactly. Okay, right on. Yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> if that, yes. I mean, if it's if it's moving you that much. Exactly. I'm so I'm happy that you're you're t- that you're doing that. I mean, yeah. that is that's a huge compliment to it me. It really you know, is. I, I absolutely love that. What are some of your favorite stories on Bloom oh. Stories? Okay. I was kind of prepared for this question. I like oh. have I have some favorites that I really like. In full disclosure, I am also a freelance writer aside from working at Bloom. So I have written some of the stories myself, actually. So I'm not gonna say any of those ones because that would I feel like I feel like that's a little bit tooting my own horn. I do really like them. I did write one that was kind of a a kink episode that I really liked called ownership. But other than the ones that I've written, there is one in particular that stands out and it's called small town connection. And it's about this journalist who goes on assignment in this really remote town. And uh, her next door neighbor is like this country boy, this like proud of his mama works real hard, you know, 12 hour days, you know, on the farm kind of guy. And, uh, I'm excited and, already. <laughs> and I think that one of the reasons this is my favorite episode is because there's a bit of comedy thrown into it, which I think just like really makes it that much more authentic. You know, like yeah. this, this guy knocks on her door and she's like, am I about to be murdered? Like, this is really how crime stories start. Like I'm in the middle right. of nowhere. This guy's knocking on my door. Like what's going to happen here? Right. And then she opens the door and, you know, her inner monologue is like, Wow he is hot. Like, like he is, I don't know if he's going to murder me, but like he is, he is really good looking. And so she's kind of like joking around about, about it in her own head. And then, you know, she welcomes him in and, and he brings her, you know, some whiskey to welcome her to the neighborhood or whatever. And, and they share a glass and the banter that these two voice actors have, some of it is improvised. Like that's how good their chemistry was together. the, the, The first actor kind of improvised some lines and then the second actor just went with it and I feel like that episode is just so authentic and fun that it, it really just gets me every time it, it really does I love it okay well I'm gonna what's that one called again uh, small town connection it's a good one. You'll, you'll have to let me know what you think of it I will I love that I'm, all, I'm already like ooh, that's <laughs> awful tell Well, thank you so much, Jamie, for coming on today. Tell everyone where they can check out Bloom Stories. Yeah, so uh, you can go to bloomstories.com and you can sign up for a free account. It's completely free. With a free account, you can listen to a sample of every single story that we have. We have over 600 stories at this point. Lots more to come. We release two or three episodes every Friday in multiple languages. And if you want to upgrade to a premium account to unlock all of the stories um, in full, uh, you can use uh, promo code Curious Girl. I believe you have a promo code set up yes. that your your listeners can 
get a little discount. Um, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's up to 50% off. Actually, yes, it is. So. It's actually a very generous, like yeah. we don't, I, you know, 50% is a big time. And you are offering my listeners up to 50% off a Bloom premium account using the code curious girl. So guys get over there and check it out. I, I mean, I'm already, I'm already writing down, <laughs> writing down the stories I want to check out. This is so exciting. Thank you so much, Jamie, for coming on today. And the rest of you guys, if you have any questions or comments for me about this episode or any other episode, you know what I'd love you to do. I go to my website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and leave me a voicemail. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. You have five minutes. Let it rip. We can talk about anything and everything that you want. I enjoy getting to know you. And everyone, thank you so much for listening today. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.